So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Javier. And new episode, uh, excited about this. Uh, this, is, this is one of my favorite things. Um, not that this is hard, because everything in marketing is my favorite. Uh, it, it's kind of like Buddy the Elf, like, you know, what's your favorite color? Blue. Smile is my favorite. Sorry, it's the holidays. It's not Christmas anymore. It's almost New Year's. And... Yeah, I'm kind of on a tangent right now, but talking about this next this next topic is one of my favorite things because I really do believe in it. And so this is um, this is something that not not a lot of facility management companies uh, believe in and understand. Is is this? It's why you need to generate a list of leads that you own. And what I mean by own is that they are in your email system in your CRM and you market to them regularly, okay? So you need to own a list, okay? Like that is literally the goal of your, of marketing and, and an email list is, is when you own one, you can then start printing money from it. And so this is not, this is not a common practice in the facility management world. And the reason I say it's not a common practice is because there is a lot of old school approaches. And I'm not saying this is not working. I'm not implying that. I'm just saying these are old school approaches where you get a list from, I don't know, um, Zoom Info, okay? Or you get a list from like the Connects Conference or Rifma Conference, and then you call them all. And, or you, you send them an email saying, hey, visit me in booth 224, okay? If you do that, don't do it, please. Or you get that Zoom info and then you just call, you know, like just you're just smiling, dialing. That's not a list that you own. Okay. You purchased that list. So your goal is to generate a list of leads that you own, that they went to your website or to your business or to your booth and they were interested in you. That is a list that you own. That's the goal. Your goal is to create a list that you own. A list that you don't share with other people. A list that you can market to whenever you need to. A list that you can you can basically like build a relationship with. So let me explain something. The current company I'm at right now, we have a list of like 5,000 people. Okay, so 5,000 people, I mean, it's a lot. It's B2B, okay? We need to replenish that list because we've been having a lot of opt-outs recently, which is fine. It's, excuse me, it's, it's, it's pretty standard. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. So um, we have a list of about 5,000 people. And over these past almost six months, we've been really, I'm not going to say hammering. I want to say that. We've been really... We've been throwing a lot of right hooks, a lot of right hooks being a lot of offers, doing a lot of webinar training, a lot of um, 
master classes, a lot of, you know, hey, come, you know, attend this or download that. Like a lot of like getting people to show up to do something. And in December specifically, we've done a lot of stuff too. You know, selling discounted services, like all the sorts of stuff. We've been really hammering our list. And when we, we call this fishing from our lake. And so for us to grow our lake, we go to Facebook or we go to Google or we go, actually those are the two that we use right now to build our lake and we run ads. And those ads have some sort of um, lead magnet that we're offering, sometimes free, sometimes paid. And then so we have them opt in for whatever we're offering. On our website, same thing. We have lead magnets. Hey, you know, do you want to download this you know, training thing or whatever it is? That's how we build our lake. That's how we build the people that are coming into our world. That's how we build that lake is by creating these, these offers. And then those people get into our email list. And then we send them regular emails. And if you're thinking, I don't have time to send emails, Javier. I don't want to spam people. First of all, let me explain what spamming is. Spamming is whenever you email people a whole bunch of times, whenever you don't have their permission to email them. Hence, your trade show list. Okay? When I saw that that uh, Connects trade show list for the first time in 2019, some of them said, you know, or like, you know, these people you can call, these people you can mail, these people you can email. You don't own that list. Connects does. Okay? Understand that. Connects owns that list. They're just letting you borrow it. Okay? So so we got to get that very clear. But if they opt in to learn more about your product or services, then you would own that list of the people that opted in. Same with Zoom info. Okay? I'm not saying don't do this stuff, guys. I'm not implying that. I'm saying the value of owning your list is, is huge. Now, there's a thing that's also you know talked about a lot in the marketing world where you should be making $1 per month per person on your email list. So example, if you have a list of 5,000 people, you should be making roughly $5,000 per month on that list. And to be honest, we're pretty flipping close at making that money every single month for these past six months because we've had things that we've been selling and offering and doing and we and we some months are more than others but on average you should be making roughly five thousand dollars or i'm sorry a dollar per person per per month okay so think about that so when you're growing your email list the goal should be is like how can i get these people to buy something Okay, how can I get them to buy a course? How, and again, you're, you're probably going to hear me say this about the courses and you're, you're thinking, I don't have a course to sell them. I'm a facility service provider. Yes, you are. I know that. But you have knowledge and insight and info to offer these facility managers that they're probably willing to pay for, okay, to learn more about something. And then they're going to realize, well, crap, you know what? I don't want to learn this. I'm just going to pay the person that gave me the information. How many times have you paid for something to do yourself, and then in return, you're like, screw this. I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna just pay someone to do it my, you know, do it for me. 
we, we've all done this. We've all literally spent money, you know, $100, $200, $300, $400 on us doing it ourselves thinking that we wanted to do it. And then also we're like, you know, you're, you're, you're knee deep, deep into it and you're like, screw this. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to hire someone else. I'm going to outsource this because I don't have the time or desire to do this. Example, I can create a website. I know how to use WordPress. There's plenty of Google videos or YouTube videos. I can Google the hell out of anything. I've got Elementor downloaded onto my, um, onto my server in, in WordPress. I've created parts of the pages, but guess what? I don't have the time or desire to figure out some other aspects of creating my own website. So guess what I'm going to do? And I paid for this. I paid for Elementor. I paid, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks or something to do it myself. I don't have time. I'm gonna pay a web designer, I don't know, four or five grand, maybe more, to create me a website. So we all do this. People do this all the time. But you've gotta be the person that gives someone knowledge and insight and information on how to improve, how to get better, how to do this. If you are that company, if you're that facility management company that does that, then you'll be able to sell knowledge and information about how to do something on their own. And then eventually they're like, I can't do this. Well, the company that sold me this, they clearly know how to do it. I'll see if they, I could just hire them to do it. They're gonna contact your company, okay? So when you create and you focus on generating your list and then you focus on delivering value, don't just spam the crap out of them um, with just like, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, but give them value, okay? There's people, there, there are people that I subscribe to their emails for a reason, because I do read them. I enjoy the content. Occasionally they pitch me. Occasionally I buy. Occasionally I don't buy. But I know the purpose. If you are delivering value in the emails, training and information on how to improve and how to be a better facility manager, that sort of stuff, then all of a sudden what you've done, you've created a community. You've created a relationship and you're nurturing your leads and these people are willing to listen to you and learn from you and learn from your company and then ask for advice and then eventually an appointment and then probably buy services from you. But you have to be very value driven. You have to be focused on getting these people onto your list for a good reason. So getting them on there is a, is a good lead magnet. Okay, like previous episode we talked about was like self-liquidating offers. Maybe that's one of those things. Or maybe it's a lead magnet on a checklist on like, you know, top 10 things that most facility managers forget about when, when managing their, their team. I don't know, something like that. Because there's things that you guys know that they don't know. Okay, trust me on this. And so when you do that, what you've done is is all of a sudden you create relationships and people start trusting you and you start becoming the authority. You start becoming the person that has knowledge and the company that has knowledge. All right, maybe you you deliver a weekly email that's a video email, okay? And it's from the CEO and it's it's you sharing some sort of information on on something that's going to be helping facility managers even more so. People do this. There's a company called 
It's read by Donald Miller. Um, Business Made Simple. That's the company. Business Made Simple. He has a 60-day video series that he sends you for free. Okay? When you opt in. And he sends you an email once a day, every single day. They're less than five minutes. And it's all information on how to better improve your business for free. 60 videos. Okay? I don't get anything if you opt in for that. If you like you should go opt in for it. Business made simple. Donald Miller. Okay. Model that. Do something exactly like that. It doesn't even have to be like professionally produced. It can literally be like you on your iPhone, you know, and just recording yourself. Okay. Just do that. And and then be like, hey, I'm gonna send you 60 emails or 60 videos. That's gonna give you the best, you know, unknown strategies on how to become a better facility manager. That would be really, really helpful stuff. People would buy that. People would really enjoy that. And so the thing that, you know, you want to kind of um, understand too is, is that like a few months ago, Facebook was down for like, I don't know, five, five hours. And Facebook lost a crap ton of money, like a ton of money. And the businesses that lean on that, on on Facebook to sell, they ain't gonna see that money again. Facebook does, Facebook, Facebook is amazing because you're trying to capture these, like if you try to run ads on Facebook or on LinkedIn or on Google, that audience is owned by Facebook or LinkedIn or Google. Google, or sorry, Facebook owns the people using the product. You don't. So you can run an ad on there, but until they opt into your email list, you don't own anything. That's what I'm trying to say, like the trade shows, you don't own that list. So until they opt into your email list, you own it. And so Facebook is a great example. What if Facebook goes away? You can't run ads on there. Uh Uh-oh. What if LinkedIn goes away? What if Google goes away and you're running ads on there or you're depending on search engine optimization? Are you depending on people Googling you to find your business? What if Google goes away? And you can't say, well, they're not going to go away. You don't know that. No one thought that Facebook would be down for five or six hours. And they were. No one thought that. They were down for five or six hours. So I want you guys to understand that is that building your list of contacts is really important. And there's different ways on how to do this. Okay, you can basically have lead magnets. I've talked about this before, where it's like a checklist or like a pitfall list or it's a top 10 list or whatever it is. Okay, that's one way. All right, or a video series I just mentioned 60 videos, or you know, it can be 30, it can be 15, it can be whatever number you want. I'm just giving you an example here. All right, and then so if you do that, then this then then people are going to be like, oh, this is really cool, this is super valuable. They're gonna start opting in and opting in and opting in, and then you'll start building this email list, okay? And that might be like, you know, a couple hundred people so far, and it might start growing more and more and more. And as they opt in, you email them good information along of what you, you know, promise to deliver them. So you give them the asset that they, that they you know, they opted in for. And then from there, you give them more information. Maybe you, you know, you give them a free consultation. Maybe it's, Hey, I'm going to be in so-and-so, you know, you know, trade show. Love to meet you in, in person. Like stuff like that. Like be human. Be funny. Okay. One of my emails, 
I sent the other day. It was an, it was automated as well too. I don't know if I can find it. Where is it? Someone replied with LOL on it. I can't find it. In the email I was talking about, like, you know, I'm gonna make this very quick. And then uh, it was updating some stuff. And then I was like, I gotta go because I'm on a plane and the um, the um, flight attendants giving me the evil look. Um, and it was great because it was personalized. It was like, this guy's on a plane. I literally was on a plane flying home from Dallas. And this, I was telling the story knowing that I was gonna be on the plane at this time around, the, you know, all that stuff. But like stuff like that, people are like, wow, this person is human. This person is for real. This person is like, has a life. It's not just some dude, you know, that uh, is trying to sell me on stuff. Like literally it, these things work. And so I'm just trying to like, get you guys to understand that you should focus on building your email list because then you're going to have an opportunity to not have to, to lean on Google or Facebook or LinkedIn or any other social or search platforms to help you generate more business or even trade shows. Okay. Cause trade shows aren't cheap, but if you can find a way to build your own email list, all of a sudden you can start creating your business and grow it and scale it however big you want it. Okay. Um, and at that point you're printing money, you know, so it's super awesome, super awesome, super helpful. Uh, if you have any questions about list building, there's different ways on how you can do that. Um, I'll give you some examples. I told you about the leads. Another ones are finding where your audience hangs out. So for instance, in the facility management world, there's like facility management executives or something like that. It's like a magazine, facility executives. I forget what the magazine, exact magazine's name. Uh, that company, a lot of companies follow that. So you should connect with those people. Okay, like Connects and Rifma. They have LinkedIn groups, I believe. Specs have LinkedIn groups. Get in there and connect with some of the facility managers. And don't pitch them, just connect with them. Like be like a human with them, all right? Find out what, what their problems are, that sort of stuff. Um, find out what blogs they're reading, okay? Podcasts, if they, if, if they are, I don't think there's very many facility management, facility manager podcasts. But if they are, find out that podcast. Link up with the person that hosts that podcast. Maybe sponsor a couple of episodes. Okay. You know, there's little things that you can do to kind of get people to start going into your world. All right. But don't try to sell immediately. Try to offer a lot of value at the beginning. All right. So I'm going to cut this. This one is a little bit shorter episode. Um, do three things for me. I've said two in the past, but it's really three now. Number one, please give our our, our podcast a, a review. Please give it a five star review. Um, that'd be that means so much to the, to me. Mean the world to me. If you guys can go onto Apple Podcasts, give it a five star. You can just type in a quick little review on there. That'd be super awesome. Um, next thing is share this podcast with a colleague. Uh, it's in the facility world that needs more help with marketing. Uh, I love to be able to offer some value there. And I think this podcast is going to help them. Um, I mean, just recently I had someone for another podcast that I do for my company that I work for um, just bought uh, for, because they were listening to the podcast. 
They opted into our website and they said, we're listening to your podcast and we're ready to buy. And I'm like, that is so cool. So it's like, this stuff means a lot to me. And I, I you know, so if we can share this with other people, um, maybe you're not ready to buy, but maybe your friend that is, you know, facility manager as well, or facility management um, owner, uh, it needs help and they're ready to move forward with some stuff. I'd love to help them out. Okay. So share this with other people. And number three, link up with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Search for me on there. Connect with me. Uh, I post a lot of content about marketing on LinkedIn. It might be helpful for you. Some of the stuff that I post, other things may not, but I post a lot of my stuff on there. Send me a message if you want. If you have any questions, happy to help. Other than that, I hope you guys found this podcast helpful and I'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.